Take back your soul. This is another transmission from Mahadeva here at ThunderWizard.com headquarters where you find the world's only unified spiritual energy system at ThunderWizard.com. Get ready because here I come. Yes, and I have in fact arrived. I am Mahadeva the Thunder Wizard and this is the Thunder Wizard podcast. And so today I'm going to be revealing to you the two major con jobs that are continuously going on and how these two sides of the argument, the conservative versus the liberal, how these two conversations are continuously manipulated by the same source. And the idea is to always make you feel, regardless of what side you're on, the idea is to make you feel that you are the one who has the real truth and that the opposition is lost in their uh, false narrative and you are being manipulated to see the other side of the narrative as being the evil bad person that is about to destroy the world. I'm going to get into what each side is and I'm pretty certain, almost 100% certain that you are in one of these camps. If you're, if you're listening to this, you're probably in the, the conservative camp because that's the only place you can go if you're anti-vaccination uh, narrative. The only place left is to go to the uh, to the conservative side, but they, the conservative and the liberal, are both sides of the same coin, manipulating you. And what they do is they get you to bounce back and forth between the two, because the main source of power, control, and income for the elites comes from supporting or deplatforming, if you will, one side or the other. And that's how, you know, if you look at the elections in the United States, because the United States has been leading the way in this. If you look at the uh, elections in the United States, what will happen is that you'll have a Republican who will be in office, you know, for uh, eight years. And then you'll see a big swing in the other direction and you'll see a liberal Democrat get elected for eight years and it'll bounce back and forth like this and what will happen is each time you do that uh, everybody thinks we're finally now going to save the world you know Trump was going to save the world uh, Obama was going to save the world uh, yes I can or uh, make America great again and you're given the impression that each side is giving a completely diametrically opposed viewpoint that is going to free you from either the corruption or the um, the oppression of the other side. And it's either going to be about freedom or it's going to be about economic prosperity. It always bounces back and forth between these two. Uh, I'm going to tell you what the two narratives are today. And I'm going to tell you what the purpose of censorship is. So what I want you to do. Because one of the problems I'm seeing here, like recently one of my videos, I, I showed people that, you know, when you listen to the, to the conservative media talking about how 
Um, you know, Biden is destroying American economy because he's getting oil from Russia when we should be drilling for oil in our own country. And then I say, yeah, but the point is you don't even need to do that. We have uh, the ability. We already have vehicles that you can buy on the lot right now where all you have to do is go get vegetable oil. So in terms of there being not enough petroleum and the, the gas prices are going to go through the roof because we aren't drilling our own oil, it's like, well, we don't even need petroleum. We have vegetable oil. If we chose to, we could uh, make cars electric. And uh, we, if you worry about, well, where are we going to get all the electricity? Well, that we have nuclear technology. We have solar technology. We have... We have, in fact, at this point, it would be easier for us. It would be easier for us to just simply stop using petroleum altogether. I'm not uh, savvy enough to know if there are some modes of transportation that might need uh, petroleum, like maybe, uh, you know, planes or something like that, you know, uh, spacecraft. I don't know. But even if that's the case, we could reduce petroleum use down to almost nothing. But we have these things called the petroleum industry, and nobody talks about them. Right now, we're talking about big pharma. We're talking about the billions of dollars that big pharma is making. And they're making, you know, in the past couple of years, they made $86 billion just, and I think this is just Pfizer alone, on the, on the vaccine. So that, we can see that. But nobody's talking about the trillions of dollars that are being made in the petroleum industry because people just assume we have to have petroleum. So what about somebody like me who's in the middle who says uh, we don't need a vaccine? Uh, the, co the manufactured COVID virus is now uh, nothing more than um, a mild case of the flu at, at worst. And... Um, and at the same time, we don't need petroleum. We can all, you know, there's never going to be a shortage of um, vegetable oil. There's never going to be a shortage of it, even if we used it to fuel our cars. There's no, there's, that's a renewable resource as opposed to petroleum, which is not a renewable resource. Somebody said that they had heard, somebody told them that they didn't use this phrase, but that uh, petroleum is a renewable resource because the, the, the earth is constantly creating it, and that's not true. That is completely false. It is not a renewable resource. Uh, and um, regardless of what anybody says, even though uh, the global climate, um, you know, the global warming community, you know, has been trying to tell us that um, we're going to end up uh, in huge climate disasters which haven't happened yet. There is global warming, and it is man-made, at, at least partially, because of the use of petroleum. Um, these are facts. And instead of these being um, turned into you know, uh, subjects that, ha that people have to take an extreme viewpoint on, if you're in the middle... Again, using critical thinking. When is something sometimes true and sometimes false? When is something partially true and partially false? The truth is, is that we have not had the climatic, climactic disaster that was predicted. But there has been a climate shift and there has been a rise in sea levels. And it is a result 
of uh, using petroleum. It's not as bad as we thought, but it doesn't mean that uh, it's not something worth looking at. But, you know, the, the fact is we've already proven that people won't stop using petroleum because of the environment if they think that they need petroleum, which is what this is all about. People who deny climate change are people who want petroleum because they think they need it. So the same people, you know, to give you an example, this happened had to have been 25 years ago. Uh, one of my students, uh, this is when people were first starting to talk about global warming, you know, seriously. And um, he was saying, I don't know if it's real or not. And I go, what do you mean you don't know? And he says, well, um, you know, scientists uh, haven't agreed. And I said, no, that's not true. The vast majority of scientists have come to the conclusion that the release of uh, greenhouse gases is warming the atmosphere. To what extent, we don't know, but it is happening. And he says, well, yeah, you know, but I, I don't want to buy into that. And I said, you know, listen, I know you've got an, an, uh, an agenda here because I could tell that he wasn't wanting to know the truth, which was driving me crazy. And I said, what is your real agenda? What is, the, what is this really about? And to his credit, he told me the truth. And he said, well, I have a 1976 Camaro, and I'm afraid that if science finds that global warming is real, then the government will step in and will not allow me to drive my gasoline-powered car. And I said, are you serious? The whole reason you don't want to accept the possibility of human-caused uh, global warming from uh, fossil fuels is because you want to drive a Camaro? And he said, yeah. And that really encapsulates what we're talking about. The global, uh, global warming deniers are people who want to have gasoline for their cars. So if it's a choice between having your Camaro or, um, you know, living without global warming, people are just going to deny that global warming is real because they don't want, people don't want things taken from them. They want to have their stuff. They don't want to feel like the communist government is coming and, and limiting them. And I understand that part. That is a worthwhile argument. But the fact is we don't need to worry about any of that. You know, if you've ever driven an electric car, by the way, uh, an electric car uh, is much faster off the line than a, than a gasoline-powered vehicle. So if we were really interested in speed and efficiency and, you know, driving fast and all of that, um, we're going to be okay. Anyway, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, let me go follow my notes so I don't do what I always do, which is go off on tangents. So we are living in a world where there are two con jobs going on all the time and these two opposing seemingly opposing con jobs are there to get you to uh, bounce back and forth between these two narratives and these two narratives that you're being presented are presented in such a way so that you're supposed to believe that one is right and one is wrong that one is good that one is evil um, and it doesn't matter, you know, what you look at, whether it's, uh, you know, Christianity versus Islam, whether it's communism versus uh, democracy, you know, whatever it is, you're always bouncing back and forth between the two. Liberal versus uh, Republican. It's always this same, you know, liberal versus 
versus conservative. It's always these same two things. But these are run by the same people, and I'm going to show you exactly how it's working today. So let's talk about disinformation. I was just recently blocked on YouTube, and I'm uh, experimenting with this um, podcast because I'm completely talking uncensored, which means that I am going to talk against multiple narratives. Uh, and as you know, we are living in a time of censorship, censorship where big tech, social media, and mainstream media is censoring people's uh, thoughts and opinions. There's no free speech anymore. And uh, I got blocked off of YouTube for a week for medical misinformation, even though I'm sure whatever misinformation I was giving was actually coming from the CDC, which is interesting because what YouTube says is you can't say anything that goes against World Health Organization recommendations. Recommendations are not science. Recommendations are not truth. Recommendations are we make recommendations based on the best knowledge we have at the moment. That's not medical misinformation. That's going against the narrative. They would have been, you know, if they were honest, they would say, we are blocking you because you're going against our preferred narrative. I mean, I would have more respect for that at least. You know, at least they're owning it. But to say that it's medical misinformation, um, I've never said anything on my channel that, was, uh, that wasn't backed up by science. It doesn't happen to be the uh, uh, popular uh, narrative, but it's, I always follow the science to the best of my ability. I, I want to know the truth more than I want to know anything else. As you know, I was a follower of the narrative and I spoke the narrative about, I, I didn't, I never told people to go get vaccinated, you know, a year, a year and a half ago, but I was saying uh, that anybody who was against uh, the vaccine was more than likely uh, operating from victim mentality and was a QAnon follower and all that. And that's because I honestly did not know what the science was. And I said, I, I, way back then, I said, I'm not going to make any recommendation on the vaccine until I have all the information. I was vaccine hesitant, but I wasn't going to just jump on any bandwagon. And sure enough, as you know, I came to the undeniable realization of the truth, which was that uh, the vaccines are at best ineffective and at most potentially, uh, you know, um, unhealthy and in many cases lethal. Uh, so I don't recommend it. I would recommend it if literally there was a vaccine that, uh, you know, did all the things that uh, we're being told that they do, I would recommend it. I don't have anything against anything. Anyway, so we have two con jobs, two major fronts of disinformation. We have the liberal versus the conservative. And the idea of censorship is not about telling you what not to talk about. So the reason why I got blocked on YouTube isn't because I said something wrong. Now, true. What I am saying is um, potentially damaging to the, um, the pocketbook of Big Pharma. But that's not the real reason they silenced me. Censorship isn't about telling you what not to talk about. Censorship is about telling you what you are supposed to talk about. You are being punished for not talking about the preferred narrative. And so people don't function well when they're being told what to say. 
Everybody wants to have the feeling that they have the right to speak their mind. And so when people are denied that, then they get very upset and then they can't be controlled. So what you have to do is you have to give people an alternative narrative that seemingly is the polar opposite of the narrative that they want you to say. So in terms of vaccines, uh, so there's, before I get to it, there's two narratives that you have to, you have to focus on. One is COVID, the other one is petroleum. These are the, these are, you know, free speech, free market, all of that, um, as a, and protecting people. All of these are based on two products, which are COVID vaccines and petroleum. So what I'm trying to tell you is that the two narratives, whether it's, um, Republican or Democrat is that the narrative is either you need to buy COVID vaccines or you need to buy petroleum. And censorship is about keeping you talking about those two products. But you are being manipulated to believe that it's about either your safety or about your freedom. It's about... Um, the safety of all people, or it's about your pocketbook and your prosperity. And so if, if the big pharma uh, promotion, if the big pharma narrative doesn't work for you, if you can see through that, because there are people that will never respond positively to mandates ever. There will never be people who will respond well to being controlled doesn't matter whether it's if it is honestly in your best interest or not it won't matter there are people who just will rebel if they're being told what to do so you have to give them an alternative narrative that also fuels the elites so if i'm not making myself clear what i'm the assumption that i am operating from and i'm sharing with you is that the elites sit at the top counting their money and enjoying the control that they have over you. And they have two main products. The first one is big pharma, and the second one is big oil. These are the two things they, they make money off of. Now, knowing that there's always gonna be, you know, two basic type of personalities. There's going to be the liberal progressive personality that is thinking about equality for all. Let's let everybody, you know, get an A in school. Let's let everybody have a job. Let's have equal rights for this. And everybody gets that. And in order to do that, we have to mandate that nobody gets to be at the top 1% and everybody has to do this. And the way to manipulate them is through COVID. You create a disease that didn't exist before, you manufacture a virus, you release it into the world, and then you create the solution. Ah, here's this vaccine. And in this vaccine, if we look at some of what's going on, it looks like this is a great way to control people and to monitor people, um, you know, if not um, creating a precedent where later on we can inject you and and even come out and say we're monitoring you what's your passport have you had your vaccination um you you know you don't even have to have a passport at some point they'll inject uh into you a little uh a little tracker the size of uh, a rice 
you know, a, a grain of rice. They'll put that in your arm and you'll walk through m detectors, you know, trying to get on a plane and it'll beep and go, oh, you don't, you're not vaccinated. You can't get on the plane. So that's one side. They're going to control you as well as take your money. And they have to do that with this fear of uh, a non-existent virus that's, that's, I mean, it does exist, but it's not, it's not uh, a threat. I know I've had it. I had COVID and it was nothing. Um, and then the other one is if you don't respond well to that, everybody has to be the same. Everybody must be protected. You have to give up your individuality for the benefit of the whole, i.e. communism, socialism. So either you're a socialist, which means you love everybody and you... Um, you know, you, you virtue signal about how I'm not a racist and I want everybody to be the same and everybody gets this, the blah, blah, blah. If that doesn't work for you, then you're going to be somebody who stands up for uh, your rights, which really means your ability to make your own money, your ability to compete in the marketplace, to make as much money as you want, to do what you want, to have your guns, to have your four-wheel drive this, to have your motorcycles, to have your stuff, which means um, petroleum. And so one side says, hey, we need to be really worried about global climate change. And so we need to reduce our carbon footprint. They don't say we need to get rid of petroleum because they could say that, but they don't. Have you noticed that? They don't say that. They talk about carbon taxes. So they're going to tax people for emitting carbon. They're not providing opportunities for, you know, completely eliminating carbon emissions because they could do that. As I've said before, you know, this, what's happening now, right now, if you turn on your news, you're going to get inundated with either the mainstream media, MSNBC, which says everybody needs to get vaccinated. You need to get a fourth and a fifth vaccination because, oh my God, there's a new variant, uh, Omicron subvariant 2.2.6.7, which is um, in reality basically exactly like uh, the original Omicron variant, um, but we're finding minute changes in it, which you're already uh, uh, you already have immunity for. But we're going to tell you that you don't, and so you need to be afraid and get the vaccination. What? You don't want to get vaccinated? How is it that you don't care about your fellow man? This isn't about you. You need to sacrifice your selfishness in order to make everybody safe. And so we are going to force this upon you, which of course you paid for with your taxes and the government is gonna buy it. You think you're getting it for free, but in reality, you're paying for it twice. Um, and so we've got this product. Uh, we don't even have to advertise it. It's being mandated by the government. So uh, we get free advertising, we get free promotion, we get um, free um, distribution and um, you're forced to take it if you wanna go to work. So that's one product, and that's under the guise of being uh, liberal and progressive and loving everybody, and we're, we're all in it for each other. That, there's a lot of people that don't respond well to that message, but they do respond well to the other one, which is, don't tell me what to do, don't tread on me, don't take my guns away from me, don't take away my free speech, don't take away my right to smoke cigarettes in public, don't take away my car, don't take away my gasoline, 
Don't tell me that there's global warming because I drive a Camaro that takes premium leaded gasoline and how dare you tell me that I am destroying the environment. Screw you and your commie control. So they've got both sides covered. And then you've got people like me who uh, I want to know the truth. And what I found end up happening with me is that like a, um, a, a steel ball in a pinball machine is that I'm getting bing bong bing back and forth between the two until I wake up and I realize I'm being manipulated. So um, when I watch the news now and I hear either the left talking about, I mean, strangely enough, the left is trying to get us to go to war with Russia. I don't know if you realize that, but the left is trying to get us to go to war. They started this campaign trying to get us to go to war with Russia. Who knows how long ago, but at least going back to um, Trump, to Trump's entry into the presidential arena. From the beginning, he was set up as a patsy for uh, Russia. And we were told, and I believed it, it was a very convincing um smear campaign, but they told me that he was meeting in back rooms with Russians and he was uh, either being controlled or paid by Russia in order to, once he got into office, to do uh, Russia's bidding, which was to get rid of NATO, to get rid of uh, the United Nations, to get, you know, to, to focus on America first and stop worrying about, you know, Europe so that Russia could conquer all of Europe. That's what we were told that that um, Trump was supposed to do. There was supposedly these, you know, the steel uh, documents where, you know, Trump uh, got recorded getting pissed on by uh, hookers in, um, in Russia. And that's what they got over him. And it turns out all of this was nonsense. We find out that Biden's son uh, was working with the Ukrainian government long before for who knows whatever clandestine corrupt reasons to help daddy, you know, get into office. And, um, uh, you know, so what we find out is the exact opposite, that the Democrats have been doing all of this backroom deep state nonsense to get us to hate Russia. And one of the ways that they were using Trump was to get us to hate Russia so that what? We would go to war with them. Because the truth is, you know, again, when it comes to Russia, I'm no fan of Putin. I honestly don't know how corrupt he is and what he's done. I, I'm, I'm not really all that interested in that. Um, but I'm not saying uh, Putin is this great guy. I'm definitely not saying that. He's a politician, he's an elite, and so just by, you know, the fact that he is a dictator running one of the most powerful countries in the world means that, you know, there's no way he gets to that place for that long without being seriously corrupt, most likely a narcissist. But the fact of the matter is, is that Russia has been isolated from, by the West, you know, I just saw before I came on today, I just went on to uh, YouTube and clicked on uh, Fox News video where the title was 
Uh, Putin is realizing, and this was Fox News saying this, Putin is realizing he can't stay cut off from the West. Like Putin is trying to cut himself off from the West. But the fact of the matter is, is that uh, Russia has been isolated. Russia has been isolated from the rest of the world. And the reason why they hate the West is because the West has been isolating them for many, many, many years. That was the whole reason behind the Soviet bloc. When the Soviet communists took over Eastern Europe after the World War II, it was because they didn't want to be isolated politically and financially from the centers of uh, you know, control and finance, which was Western Europe. So in order to protect themselves, uh, they went the opposite way. They went uh, the opposite from capitalism and they became communist. It was a survival mechanism in order for them to, uh, to gain power and to solidify their power base, which was all of Eastern Europe. And again, what is, has always been, even if you listen to Christians who will bring out the, uh, the New Testament and talk about revelations and say Gog and Magog, and they will talk about how there's gonna be a war over oil. When I was a kid in the 70s, they said that Russia was going to invade the Middle East and take over all the Middle Eastern oil fields, and that's what was going to cause World War III. And look who actually did that. It was the United States. The United States went in and tried to militarily take over all of the oil fields in the Middle East. It wasn't the Russians. It was the United States that did that. And... We've been worried since I was a kid. We've been worried about the, you know, the Russian threat. Um, there's even movies about, you know, uh, Russian spies infiltrating and acting like normal people. And the whole point is that they believe that the whole world needs to be communist. And, you know, there might have been that going on. Communism is definitely not a fun idea. I think it's a, not only an, a dysfunctional, but a very disgusting, quote, evil way of of functioning, but it was what worked for a poor country. Russia compared to Western Europe is poor. So the only power they have is in numbers and in natural resources and in land. That's the only power that they have. And so there's no more uh, Soviet communist bloc and all of the Eastern uh, you know, the, the countries that were pretty much that Russia used as a, as a, uh, you know, a safety cushion between the West and themselves was all these Eastern Bloc countries. All of those went back and became, um, you know, became independent. And so Russia became further and further isolated, again, financially, politically. Uh, and so the you know, now the West has continuously been threatening to take away their access to petroleum because like the rest of the world, they have been taught to believe that petroleum is necessary in order to fuel their machine, their economy, their military, etc., etc. And so back at home, when you watch Fox News, what you're being told is that 
this is about um, your prosperity. Look at how much money you're paying at the gas pump for filling up your car. Well, that's because we're not drilling enough oil. This is free advertisement for the petroleum companies in the same way that MSNBC is giving the you know Pfizer free advertising by coming on and telling you, oh my God, there's a new Omicron variant. You need to get a fourth booster shot. It's advertisement for the biggest businesses in the world, the pharmaceutical industry and the petroleum industry. And both of these are owned by the same group of people. And they're playing you. They're playing you. One will say, oh my God, global warming is destroying us. We need to go carbon uh, free, but they don't actually say we can get rid of petroleum altogether. We have uh, solar, we have nuclear, we can run our cars on renewable crops called, uh, you know, all kinds of uh, vegetables that we can grow and turn into fuel. We've got solar energy. We can com go completely, totally petroleum free. But they don't tell you that. What they say is, oh, what we need to do is we need to tax big companies who uh, uh, spew out uh, carbon emissions. We need to reduce our carbon footprint. And they give you all this nonsense. You know, on the one hand, what they'll tell you is that, because I remember hearing this, and I don't know if it's true or not. I'm okay if it is, but I, I'm now willing to accept it might not be because I haven't seen it yet. Uh, the one thing I have seen is that there has been a, a global temperature rise uh, over the world that I have seen um, the loss and destruction of habitat due to increased uh, temperatures in the summer. Um, I've also seen um, things like happened here in Florida. I've seen temperate regions get extremely cold during the winter, much colder than normal, while at the same time temperatures in the poles are higher than they've ever been. So what ends up happening, like here in Florida, very cold winter, and that was because um, the North Pole was warmer than ever, which means all of the cold air got pushed down. Same thing happened in uh, the last year that I spent a winter in California, the coldest winter on record in California when I left. And it wasn't because we don't have global warming. It was because, the again, the North Pole was so warm that uh, it pushed all of the cold air down. So we we're having climate shifts and climate changes and we're having all kinds of weird things going on because the climate is um, increasing. But the liberals that, that are scaring you about global warming are also not saying, hey, we have a way out. There is no, um, no liberal presidential candidate who says, hey, guys, um, we have a way out. I've worked here with the scientists and I'm going to show it to you and make it public so that everybody can see it. You know, we don't ever have to use petroleum ever again. We don't ever have to use coal ever again. And here are the things we can easily do to replace it. And it won't cost any more money. In fact, we'll save money. You don't hear that. The reason why you don't hear that is because the liberal uh, 
the, the liberal agenda is a lie. They are not interested in your freedom. They're not interested in your equality. They're not interested in saving the planet. They're interested in using whatever they can to control you. For instance, I've learned this only because I started talking about it. When I first started talking about, um, you know, I just realized that we have these things called diesel engines, which run, were designed, the diesel engine was designed in the late 1800s, you know, over 120 years ago, was designed to run on vegetable oil. And the guy who invented it was killed in part because the newly emerging petroleum industry didn't want um, somebody coming along creating the first engine. Can, can you imagine what would have happened if there was no such thing as the discovery of, of oil and somebody created a, an engine that could run cars and trains and planes and ships on corn oil? Can you imagine that? There would, you know, there would have never been the rise of oil. There would never have been oil barons. There would have never been, you know, the, uh, you know, all of that stuff that happened. There's so much money. They saw so much money. And, you know, the reason why is because like diamonds, uh, and of course, diamonds are made out of the same stuff. Um, there's a limited amount of it. It's hard to get. And there's a limited amount. So the only way that you can make money off of it is if you tell people this is the only source of um, power. Without it, you can't drive your car. You can't, uh, you can't fly your plane. You can't do anything without this stuff. And there's only a limited amount. And it costs a lot. So we're going to drill it up and we're going to charge you a ton of money for it. And it's going to run the economies of uh, worlds and uh, run the economies of, of uh, countries all over the world. Imagine if that never happened. That's why they killed the inventor of the diesel engine, because if he had his way, there never would have been a petroleum industry because there would have been no need for it. The petroleum industry came about because cars were invented and people needed to drive their cars around. You know, so, I mean, you could run your car on alcohol. Truth is that cars can run on alcohol. Again, which is is created from uh, grains. So no matter how you look at it, we don't need petroleum. But the the liberal side that is pretending to tell you that we are about healing the environment, it's just it's a lie. It's the same person standing there putting on a mask saying, "Oh, with global warming, we have to reduce." our carbon footprint and let's do this. And, uh, you know, and, uh, just to let you know, I, I also just recently saw this. There was some summit on electric vehicles and the president showed up to talk about electric vehicles. And he was talking to big uh, uh, automotive industry uh, leaders like Ford and Chevy and um, Tesla. You know, the, the guy who invented Tesla uh, says, uh, he didn't ask me. You know, I, I'm the one that, that started this whole electric car thing. And, um, you know, I sell electric cars and I, I was one of the innovators. He didn't ask me. He only wanted to talk to Ford and Chevy, which tells you that, you know, the, the government 
doesn't give a crap about this. They're not really interested in electric cars. So point is, is that they got one mask saying we want to save the world. And then the other mask is we want to protect your freedom. This war in Ukraine is about oil and uh, Biden is screwing things up because he is not drilling for more oil. And if he doesn't drill for more oil, your gas prices are going to go through the roof and they tie that up with your freedom and your free speech. And they tell you that freedom and free speech and big oil are all the same thing. Oh, global warming. Oh, that's against work. They're trying to take away your freedom. Those are communists. Al Gore was a communist. Al Gore, by the way, didn't start the whole uh, global warming thing. His inconvenient truth, um, you know, he didn't start that. But again, it, it, as long as you stay within the narrative, you're okay. As long as you say, well, we should reduce our carbon footprint, you're okay. As long as you say, well, I'm against mandates, but you should get vaccinated, you're okay. Because that's what the Republicans are saying. Donald Trump, who is seen as the spokesman for freedom and anti-whatever, is triple-vaxxed. He was the guy who brought in all of the vaccine companies, all the vaccine companies that are running the show now. He brought them in. Uh, you know, Biden was like, oh, we don't we don't trust all these vaccinations because Trump, and as soon as Trump was gone, then he was saying, oh, the vaccinations are great. They're the exact same vaccinations, exact same vaccine companies. So it's all bullshit. You're being lied to on both sides. Um, there's a guy on YouTube who uh, he's a comedian and he's funny and I like him. You know, I, I like his, um, you know, his sarcastic um, way of looking at things. And he was like me more of a liberal, spiritual guy. And because he saw the lies, as I have seen, in the uh, mainstream um, liberal progressive mask, he's now gone completely Republican. And now he's pro-gun. And so, you know, and it's like, you know, that's your only choice. And most people, that's all they know how to do is ping pong back and forth between the two. And I felt that. It's interesting, I saw Trump the other day. You guys know how I felt about Trump. And I still think that Trump is an idiot and a moron and a corrupt guy. But I now know that he wasn't uh, colluding with Russia. I know that he was right when he was staring at the media and saying, you guys are fake news, you're lying about me. He was right. I didn't believe him then because I, bought, I allowed myself to be manipulated by the uh, the narrative of the left. And what the left was doing for the past eight or 10 years has been setting me up to hate Russia so that we would go to war with Russia. That's what's happening. That's what's happening on MSNBC. Every time you, you, you know, I was on Facebook and there was, you know, they allowed this message from the Ukrainian president who boldface lied. They, he lied about what was happening. He said that Russian troops are coming in and their only focus is to indiscriminately kill civilians and rape women. And none of that is true. And yet Facebook just let that, you know, just not only they, they, 
they projected it onto everybody's feed. So anyway, you guys get what I'm saying here. They're both con jobs and they're both about money. Whether it's about going to war with Russia so that we can have more oil and you can have more oil in your gas tank and not spend a lot of money at the pump, when in reality, you don't need to do that. You can go out and buy an Audi today, diesel engine, and put corn oil into it and run your car just fine. And there are, I was going to say this earlier, but somebody in, in Europe, uh, I heard this in the UK and somebody else said that uh, European countries won't let you. They won't let you run your diesel engine on, on vegetable oil. It's against the law. I think in the UK, once you use more than a certain amount, they start taxing you. The whole idea is that you're, you know, the government is run by the petroleum industry. So the government taxes you or outlaws you from using the diesel engine the way it was meant to be used, which was to pour the, you know, the, the uh, vegetable oil directly into your diesel gas tank and drive it. That was the whole point of it. And by the way, they drive perfectly. If you put gas in there or you put uh, corn oil in there, it drives the same. You can't tell the difference. So, you know, and I had the assumption that, oh, well, if they pour vegetable oil in, the car's going to sputter and it won't go very fast. But if I put gasoline in there, oh, it'll go a lot faster. But that's not true. So... These are both con jobs, and they're trying to sell you one of these two commodities. That's what's going on right now. So I want you to watch this, the news every time. Every time you hear the left talk about Russia and how evil it is, it's because they're trying to get you to go to war with Russia. And the whole point of going to war with Russia is what? Having control over petroleum. That's the point of it. Even though they say it's about protecting people from the Russian menace and the Russian uh, government, uh, the Russian country, how whatever corruption is in there, and I'm sure there is, they just don't want NATO taking over uh, the country that is closest to them, uh, closest to them ethnically, linguistically, uh, culturally, which the the uh, home as I've told you before, the, the place where the Russian people were born as a culture was Kiev, Ukraine, and then later it became Moscow. Uh, the one part of their, uh, you know, their neighbors who, you know, they're trying to get them to become part of NATO so that you can have NATO, which means American troops lining their borders, further isolating them. What's happening is that the, the elites in the United States are trying to take over all of the oil, and they're doing it through the liberals. And the other side is benefiting because they can use this war no matter how it goes, if it goes, if it doesn't go the way that uh, the West wants, and Russia ends up gaining, you know, back Ukraine or get it, gaining more control over uh, oil and gas in other places, it means that then the petroleum industry can then tell uh, the United States, you need to drill uh, more within your own country or go conquer some other country and get their oil. No matter how you look at it, it's about the uh, petroleum 
industry making more money. It forces the Russians to go and drill for more. And if you don't think that these uh, petroleum companies aren't multinational, you're wrong. <coughs> Excuse me. So it doesn't matter who wins the war. The petroleum countries win out. More people are drilling. They make more money. That's how it works. The other side of it is, of course, COVID. But again, you've never heard Fox News say, do not get vaccinated. It is unhealthy. You've never heard them say that. You heard them say, don't, we don't like mandates, but you should go get vaccinated if you want to. In fact, it's probably good if you are vaccinated, but I don't believe in mandates. That's still trying to get you to go and get vaccinated. The other side is saying, oh, we believe in uh, a, a cleaner world, clean water, clean air. We need to reduce our carbon emissions. But they don't say we don't need petroleum. They say, no, we should just tax people for their carbon footprint. We should reduce our carbon footprint. So the left doesn't want to get rid of petroleum. They are run by the petroleum company and they promote their uh, communist um, the, their communist agenda through big pharma. And the right pretends not to want to uh, control you through communism, but they do want your consumption of petroleum products. And they do that by pretending to defend your freedom, to defend your right to make money, your, uh, you defend your right to your stuff and your fun and your individuality. All right, have I beaten that horse to death? You're being conned by both sides. So open up your minds and don't listen to either of them. That's what I say. All right, I've uh, talked myself out, so we're done. If you like this podcast, uh, subscribe and let me know that you've subscribed. And uh, I have a new, of course, I have the thunderwizard.com YouTube channel. You can go to thunderwizard.com and subscribe there to support that channel. And you, I have a new channel on YouTube called Mahadeva Speaks. So just Mahadeva Speaks. Go check that out subscribe there too. All right, that's it. I will see you guys all very soon. Hang on one second here. All right, that's it for me, guys. I'll see you all later. Take back your soul. This is another transmission from Mahadeva here at thunderwizard.com headquarters where you find the world's only unified spiritual energy system at thunderwizard.com. Get ready because here I come.